This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our partner, Audible. Yes, it is. So we are partnered with Audible. That means that if you are looking just to check it out, uh, you don't want to put your card in and just take, take the dive. You can get 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G or click the link down below. Uh, you'll be taken there. You can sign up uh, for 30 days for free and just test it out. Like there's a lot of stuff on there that you can get for free, a lot of Audible exclusives. Uh, but what I really like about Audible is that out of the hundreds and thousands of audiobooks that they have, if you decide to purchase something, that is yours forever. Like if you decide not to carry on your subscription or you want to take a break or whatever it is, you can always go back and listen to that book whenever you want through the app on the internet. doesn't matter because it's yours. So once again, you can get that for 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Yeah, I'm just playing music. I don't know if anybody can hear that except me. No, I don't know. Nobody Probably can. not. You should turn okay. it off before we get swatted for All right. Anywho, copyright infringement. If you guys haven't guessed by now, the fedora is being worn, which means the Greg and I have watched Indiana Jones 5. Um, hello out there, all of you podcast people, Johnny and the Greg. We are live on Facebook. So if you can give us a like, give us a share, tell your friends about us. Um, if you miss the live version, we always drop our episodes on Thursdays at 12 p.m. on YouTube and all of your podcasting um, listening platforms. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to throw this out there. If you don't like whatever your chosen platform is, if you don't see us on there, drop us a yeah, message. Let us, like, send, let us know because really we are supposed to be on everything, but sometimes... You find out stuff hasn't been posted in certain places because of you know uh, uh, some change in a user agreement that we didn't click yes on yet. So let us know and we will fix that, and then you can have our full catalog. Very good. I've had this hat on for exactly not even a minute, and it's already pretty hot. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anywho, Greg, what's so, up? What'd you think? What I think of it. Um. What'd you think of it? I now I am pretty fresh. I'm only a couple hours out. I am 24 hours this. out. 24 hours out. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. you got more. You've pondered on it a little bit more. I actually did. Than I have. So my my initial is walking out of the theater. I I liked it. I liked it. It it's a two and a half hour film. Mm -hmm. I think. It is about, I'd say, 15 to 20 minutes too long. Agreed. Um, they could have, there, there's an extended chase scene through the streets of Morocco that I literally go, they could have cut some of this. I mean, you need the chase scene in there. It's part of the story. It's a good part of the story. Yes. Um, and, and there's some cool moments in the chase scene. But after a while, you're like, man, are they going to get, like, it's in the middle of the film. Mm -hmm. no, no one's going to die. No one's going to get maimed. No one's, I mean, we know this. Right. But as a moviegoer, you're like, oh, okay, okay, this this could have been shorter. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it was there was that. Uh 
no real big gripes. It's very, it's an Indiana Jones movie. It's formulaic. Like you, you get the idea. Um, and if you go into it with that in mind, you are going to have a good time with it. I agree. I liked it. I don't think it was the best one out there, but it's definitely not the worst one out there. And that, yes, yep. For that, I'm grateful. I want to throw out a big shout out to uh, James Mangold, who I think to take on Indiana Jones mm-hmm. after Steven Spielberg and to and to do it to take on somebody else's project and do it his style. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, it is. Um, there Mangold are a couple gets enough credit for how good of a director he is. Uh, there's a couple Mangoldy things in there that I do. Did you do you recall the shot where they pan over to the donkey? There's there's it, it's it's I believe in the chase scene in Morocco. It's in Morocco. I don't know if it's there, but there's a, like something happens and then they just pan the camera over and we land just looking at this donkey like right like right square on the camera here's this donkey's face i mean no, like i don't remember that that was weird okay i don't and know I, that yeah i'm talking with matt uh at that point and it's just yeah he was like well you know, james mangold man that's just kind of what he does and i was like yeah what is he directed again and i got home looked at him and i was like okay yeah yeah that's have, but have you looked at his direction like it, he's not in one genre he goes to almost every yeah yep which is um, pretty impressive. It is impressive. And I think that's that's important. I think it, like it, it's like any other artist, like if you see a painter or a guy who draws or or even like a, a musical person, like they should be able to perform multiple styles of music or multiple mediums. I mean, that's you know, I think that's a thing you do. And just looking at like the first top things he's known for right now. Uh, Walk the Line, which is the uh, um, ugh, Man Cash. in Black, Johnny Cash, uh, Johnny Cash story, Ford versus Ferrari, right? which is, you know, obviously Ford versus Ferrari, very interesting and kind of stylized movie. And then Logan, the last Wolverine film. Yep. He also and did a like, horror movie. Oh, where's mm-hmm. that? Uh, he's mm-hmm. got, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. He did Call of the Wild, which I did not watch. Greatest Showman. These are all his uh, his producing credits. Um, his yeah, I don't know what that was. I, I well, there's there's that's a ring. I'm like, do I have someone at my door or someone oh. someone outside yeah. my door? Sorry. Um. So I mean, his going where's his directing credits? Writer. Oh come on. Work with me here, IMDb. Work with me. Oh, he's only got his four upcoming things that he's directing. One called Chainsaw. I'm assuming that's the horror film. Star Wars: Dawn of the Jedi. Ooh, that. Well, he's in bed with Lucasfilm now. So. Yeah. Uh, Juliet, which is uh, Romeo and Juliet from Juliet's perspective, and the Complete Unknown, which is exactly what it is to me. No idea. Okay. So anyway, um, going back to indie. Yeah. Um, there were uh, maybe you could help me out with one question I had, and it was pretty much the ending. One oh, thing oh, I will spoiler, think, spoiler alert! If you yeah. if you need to jump off, jump off. Oh yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Jump off right now, or don't listen for fast forward um, because I am going to spoil it here because I need to understand a couple of things. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. 
and I, I don't know if you know. So at the end, well, by the way, this is this story is about time travel, but I think they do it in a in a in a way that it's not dumb, believe it or not. Okay. Um, but it's confusing. So I don't understand how continental drift messes okay. up messes up where you would okay this is how i understand continental drift continental drift is when our continents drift they shift. Move. yeah they shift they're moving mm-hmm. now i don't understand how that stopped him how he miscalculated and went okay. all the way versus instead of landing where he wanted to in the same time period he would have just landed in boston or in the ocean okay i think I think what when you're dealing with like these time coordinates, right, yes. is essentially what he was working with. Right. And imagine if your 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 watch is like we're on a 12 hour system that's like you know what the world has agreed on, or a 24 hour system. Sorry. And but back in ancient times, maybe they weren't working on 24 hours. Maybe they were working on you know whatever else. I don't know, 10 hours. Sure. sure. So your coordinates are going to be different. And so in terms of continental drift, continental drift is just longitude and latitude, but mm-hmm. they didn't have that yet. Okay. Like, or even, even go back to like early maps of the United States. They weren't, yes. I mean, early map making was not an exact science at all. Right. And so Archimedes didn't know that he went off the information he had at the time, which is not as good as what, they would have had in the 1950s when the film takes place or it's 1960s sorry nine yeah yeah so when when that happens and you know just his settings like they would have read that compass incorrectly so not figuring for that you know they just didn't their their uh measurements were off right i understand all of that I don't understand how that would jump you from 1939 to 12 to I, 12 BC. Because if it says that you have to enter the the time rift, yeah, at a certain altitude or at a certain coordinate, right, without having that corrected, it was just different. Like okay. the like the the instruments on the plane. If it said 10 degrees whatever by, you know, so many degrees east and west whatever on the plane and yeah. they look, they look at the compass and go okay yeah that's what it is they're the compass is going by you know 200 ad time or measurements right and okay. not i guess what i'm confused about greg is i don't understand how okay i understand i understand the compass direction longitude latitude i understand mm-hmm. that what you're trying to do is you're trying to find a point to land on or a point to get to yeah but i'm not talking about a point because the okay the way i look at it is if this is moving and this is the point of my knuckle right yeah. but in continental drift you're actually going here so they might have landed in the ocean but it would have been the same right. time period not, not thousands of years ahead not in terms of a time travel coordinate i mean you're you're actually looking in a in a five-dimensional or a fourth dimensional space okay okay so and i have to toss it up to i'm too dumb to really understand it and i will just accept it and that's the other thing i was going to get to is like do you really need to know the scientific reasoning behind this i kind of do i kind of do okay well 
It's the only way I can I try to explain it to you later when I get a little bit more information okay. on what yeah, was their keep, reasoning behind it. Reading it, I keep reading it, trying to figure it out. I mean, I um, understood it in terms of like, oh, just because there's a land shift, like that changed some, you know, continental ley lines or whatever you want to call it. Right, yeah, it just changed where they would have to enter in that space. Right. It's kind of like you know making the Kessel run. Like if you're a couple degrees off, you die. Right. Okay. You're going okay. Yeah. Um, did you understand that it was Archimedes that originally had them come there? That was the whole point. No. Like, well, when he said, you know, it, it, that's the other thing. It, so, and this is just me still processing out loud. Yes. Yes. You know it sounded like Archimedes like didn't give them this ultimate time travel device. They were only going to come back to that point in time yes. Yes. because they, because the Greeks needed help against the Romans. Just scare the Romans off. Yes. And so they, yeah. he's like, so it didn't matter where they would have entered the rift. They were always meant to come back to that time. Yes. And that was it. Yes. And you go, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I at that point in the film, I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna take this as it comes. Like, yeah, you have to. That's yeah. just. Um, but the here, last, the last thing I want is I thought, where he was like, I, I want to stay, I want to stay. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh my god, he discovered his own self in that tomb. It wasn't Archimedes in that tomb. It was. Oh, oh. I thought they were gonna go that route. Okay. I did, but anyway, it it it, it didn't go that way um so enough with spoilers now i just wanted to say very quickly i really enjoyed phoebe waller bridge as helena shaw did you i did i liked her i thought she was mm. cool i thought she added something definitely um definitely uh uh fun interesting i at first i thought she was annoying but she grew on me she didn't really grew on me and it's not the care it's not the actress's fault i think she did a great job yes the character itself didn't grow on me. Got it. Like, like she's an asshole. Like yeah. that's yeah. She she's she's a scout. I mean, she's a scoundrel. Like like, but not not a lovable one. I mean, she's she was just. I mean, she's not Han Solo. She's not a lovable scoundrel. She's just not. She's not doing things for the right reasons ever. Like oh. there was, yeah. I. I'm just gonna say, get off your, get off your. Nope, uh, I don't hand, have to. Hand in, hand in your, I, your Boy Scout badge. No, nope, okay. nope, I don't have to. Um, I don't have to. I don't. I don't have to. I just felt like, I mean, take my Boy Scout and go home. Yeah, and, and you know, <laughs> but that's fine. No, I'm just. She, she comes. She comes around a little bit at the end, but I'm like, eh, that's gonna still be an issue. So, I don't know the, the future of Indiana Jones films. Uh, I hope there isn't one. Yeah, I. There doesn't need to be. Yeah, I don't think um, so. I think it ends well, and that's it. They they tie up things with Mutt, his son. Um, so there's, yeah, there's just enough. Like, I, I think we can be done. Yes, you know, I agree. I mean, Indiana, or uh, Harrison Ford has said he's he's done with the character. He's hanging up the hat. Yeah, he's 80-something. He yeah, I, I mean, he, and that's the other thing. There were points in the film I'm just like, uh, I don't buy that an 80 year old dude can do that. So, okay. I had to look up the huge guy that was, <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. he looked to me like he was CGI big. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so I, I had to look he, him up. 
He's seven two. Yep. He's seven. I don't know how many which, much he weighs. It doesn't matter. He is enormous. People, the big. Yeah. I, I was I haven't looked shocked him up. when I saw him at first. I was like, "That no, uh, uh-uh, uh, he can't be that real." <laughs> and then that dude, wow. Um. Well, anyway, I I I was watching it and knowing the 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 Southern dude that the Graham Holbricker. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a six foot boy plus Holbrick. Yeah, and he's a he's a six foot plus kind of guy, I believe. Yeah. I mean, so I'm like, well, I know he's a bigger guy. That might that dude is like the mountain big. Yes, and yeah, sounds like he is. Yeah, he's so, a Dutch bodybuilder, I guess. So yeah, wow, he was big, Who, big dude. he was a big dude. I I liked his character, but he kind of went his exit of the film. You're like, yes, oh, okay, well, okay, there's that. Like that's that's over. Okay, yeah, um, Oliver. Oliver Richards, Rich Rich Turds. I'm sorry, that's not right. Rich Rich Tur Rich Turs. Oh my gosh, you're gonna make me look this up. R I C H T E R S. Is Oliver. that? Uh, I think it's Olivier. Actually, <laughs> Olivier. No, there's not an A. Who? Who? who it doesn't have to be. Oh, Lawrence Olivier didn't have a hand in his name. It's O-L-I-V-I-E-R. Um, who's? Oh, no, that could be Olivier. Okay. Olivier Rich, Richard, Rich Turds. I, I it's, probably, it's probably just Richards. Okay. I don't want to say Rich. It's not Rich Turds. I'm trying to do the T-E-R-S. So I think it's just Richards. But Okay. Anyway, um, huge, huge. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, like Greg, oh, he, Greg said, he was, he was Ursa and Black Widow. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Um, like Greg said in the beginning, if you go into an Indiana Jones film expecting anything but to just have a good time, you will be disappointed. Yeah, um, I, I had a good time, and that's all I. Really I, I, I honestly went in with my bar very low. My yes, bar, yeah. my bar was at uh, Crystal Skull level. Yes, which is very low. Yes. Um, so I watched it. I mean. And I was like, okay, okay. A little bit of the de-aging process they did on the flashbacks and stuff like that. I thought that was more well done than anything I, I ever seen. Like the like the mouth usually trips me up. And here it was more like around the eyes. Yes. You I can agree. tell around the eyes, or you're like, that doesn't look quite right. Right. But I I yeah, but I still I I liked it. I liked it. Like I said, I'm, it, not, I'm not in love with it. I liked it. It's good. To me, it's number for me. Yes. And this this is just my opinion. It's it's right. the number three in my likes of Indiana Jones. Okay, that's that's solid. I don't yeah. know where to put it between because Temple of Doom is a childhood. That's that holds a special yeah. place for you, and yeah. it doesn't so, for me. So yeah. so I obviously I don't care where you put the first two, the first two because it's it's Raiders and it's Last Crusade, and I don't care which one you want to flip and flop. I can agree with both. Yeah. Um, to me then yeah then i'm then i'm on the flippy flop with temple of doom and this one yeah the last one's kingdom of crystal skull but this yeah. is definitely one that if it's on i'll leave it on while i fold laundry i'm not yep. gonna yep yeah. so yeah. that's that's right cool that cool. It, cool really freaking hot hat so if you're looking for a yeah i hat, i always thought they were leather hats but but they're not they're they're awesome. they're yeah, they're hat hat material. It's kind of cool. It says indie in there. Like this oh. 
fish. So it's a licensed hat. Did you get that at Disney? No, uh, I got that for like, God, I got that about 10 years ago. My sister Kim got it for me. Oh, sure, sure. So, anywho, um, so we both liked it, which is better than what we thought we would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have on here. So, Greg, <laughs> Superman casting. That yeah. dropped. We got we got Clark Kent. We uh-huh. got Lois Lane. And now we got uh Jonathan Kent. Kent, which is Superman's dad. Yep. Why don't you let us know who they were? Uh well, we can start with the big one. Uh Superman is David Corn Sweat, Corn Sweet. I don't really know how to say his last name. David Corn. Um, Just trying to see what he looks like. C-O-R-E-N-S-W-E-T. Corn's wet, corn's wet. I don't know. Corn's wet, Superman. Yep, showed up. So he's done, he hasn't done a lot that I've seen. Uh, he's in parole, which I haven't seen. Um, oh, God, he's got a that, great curl, he does. Like, he he looks like Superman. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, really, not even not a lot that I've even heard of. He did one episode of Elementary, which was like a modern day uh, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Didn't see that. Um, Something called Hollywood. What's that? What do you think? I think he looks the part. I mean, that's and that's where we're at. And everybody's been kind of like, you know, I I got into a little back and forth with my buddy Buzz online because he posted a side by side of this guy and uh, Henry Cobble. Yeah, and he goes. So you fire Henry Henry Cobble, or or show him the door, and then you hire a guy who looks just like Henry Cobble. Well, and my back and forth with him was, well, no, this guy and Henry Cobble both look like Superman. I'm like, were you were you expecting Jonah Hill to be cast as? Yeah, right. I mean, no, you you're not. So. The fact that there's another guy out there that has the same physical features as Superman or like traditional, like square jaw, do the spit curl, you know, got the hair, the smile. Yeah, I expect them to look alike. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And I also think you got to think of a couple of other things here. He wants to start Superman over and it seems like it's smart. He's going young. So yes, he enters Metropolis as a probably 24. 23 24 year old yes journalist trying to do something and you got to hook him up for at least 10 a 10 20 year run possibly yeah yeah so you and then, i mean this him. guy this guy is 30 he's okay. 30 years old or close to 30 oh no he's well he'll be 30 on july 8th so okay. he's he's about to turn 30 probably about to have the best decade of his life yes um so henry cavill is exiting his 30s he's he's almost 40 if he's not already right so that's i think part of the reason for this recasting is they just want a younger guy that they can get more longevity out of correct and i mean henry cobble i mean um how i i think uh when hugh jackman tried to walk away from wolverine the first time he was like i'm i'm heading into my 40s i don't want to keep doing this kind of movie role yeah and then they brought him back for Logan where they're like, well, you don't have to do like the totally ripped up version of Wolverine. He's going to be older. And now he's doing 
Wolverine again, Deadpool just and he has to be ripped <laughs> because well because I think because Ryan Reynolds talked him into it, yeah, with a shit ton of money, yes. Um, so and Henry Cavill, they I I did see they're like, well, Henry Cavill's got the build for it. I'm like, he didn't have the no, build for did. it. Go watch that. Started. What was that yeah. movie he was in? Immortals. Immortals. Yes. Or immortal, maybe it's. Yes. singular and not plural but yeah i mean he's very like naturally he's very wiry like he's almost got like a runner or a swimmer's build they packed on the muscle on yep. henry cavill yep. to give him the build that he has as superman right so i i don't and i don't even necessarily believe that you need to have a guy that's that muscle that muscled to play superman superman's an alien he could he could just have super strength and look just like a really would you guy. accept that would you be okay with that i i would i okay. mean i would i mean because okay. while while christopher reeve packed on 40 pounds of muscle when he got the role you could um, yeah. you could he wasn't like they didn't have the muscle suit they didn't he wasn't showing off his abs they i talked to david prowse who was the guy that was in the darth vader suit yes for the filming and was also a, he was a british bodybuilder so he was Christopher Reeves personal trainer and so and I always like when I go to conventions and stuff like that I try to find something interesting to talk about mm -hmm. with the people I'm standing in line for because when you're walking up to David Prowse who's in the suit for Darth Vader all you he's going to be answering Darth Vader questions Star Wars questions day after day after the whole con that's what people are there to see him for so I come up and I'm like you know I I said I read on the internet that you actually were Christopher Reeves personal trainer when he first did Superman he's like oh yeah I was so that you packed on like 40 pounds of muscle on him just in a short amount of time he's like yeah it was just like four months I said how the hell did you do that like what did you have him doing without cheating well uh, yeah I said I, I said without without some medical assistance how were you able to do that he goes well he's like it was one of the first times like in a film that the studio said hire this guy a personal chef we want to control his diet and then he's like and honestly christopher reeve was genetically gifted he's like you just couldn't get around it like he was like he was made for packing on muscle he didn't like to pack on muscle christopher reeve really didn't like doing that because he was more of a uh cyclist um and, and a horseback rider like he wanted that kind of build um he's like so like he would get big for superman and then it would go away. And then before you do another Superman film, you pack it back on. Right. I'm like, wow. So anyway, I have no doubt that they're going to work this guy out. Oh, you know, yeah. Filming doesn't start for, I think, another year. He's yet. probably already doing it. So, yeah. So that's, that's good. I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm looking forward to the film. Yes. You know, I hear the script is good. Like yeah. that's everybody that's read it has been like, this trip's amazing. I, but at the same time, I don't expect them to say, anything else i mean they're not no one's going to come on and be like yeah they're script is shit anyway uh rachel bron uh bronsana bron 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 yeah. uh the marvelous mrs Maisel is is lois lane okay for oh, me okay. yeah okay. for me they haven't had the right casting for lois lane since like the tv series with uh the black and white tv series Really? Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Like, I prefer the animated version. Well, yeah, it's along the same lines. Like, yeah. okay. Like, like they've never had. They I don't think they've. 
yeah, they never nailed down the character quite, I think, I like they should have. I mean, Margot Kidder at the time, I think people were like, oh, she's perfect. I look at her now, I'm like, she's really not. I mean, I never, liked her. I never like, I, I met her. She was a very sweet, well, wonderful sure. woman. Sure. Um, but like, I didn't like her voice. I, I, I didn't like, I don't know. There was just something that kind of rubbed me the wrong way with her right. as Lois. I understand. Um, it's the same thing that rubs me the wrong way with Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane. Mary Jane? Okay, yeah. Didn't like her. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, and, and in the castings since then, Kate Bosworth for the uh, yeah. Superman Reborn, that didn't fit for me. Um, Rachel, not Rachel McAdams, uh, who's, who was the most recent. I, yeah, I, I don't forgot her name. In, this, the Snyderverse. I get those confused. The Snyderverse super or Lois Lane. Um, yeah, just it didn't it didn't fit with me either. It didn't seem right. Like I yeah. she just I wasn't Lois-y enough. I, I don't know. I so, but I remember watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, where she's she's got a lot of moxie in that film or in that series. Um, she's soft when she needs to be, she's hard when she's need when she needs to be, and she can deliver like hard-hitting lines with a little bit of humor and like this quick wit kind of thing and i'm looking forward to that i think that's perfect casting great um, yeah good so hopefully the director lets her do what she does yeah um your death yep and, and and hit that uh the casting we got today the news we got today is that um uh brandon brendan fraser uh phrase your uh has been cast as uh, Superman's dad, Jonathan Kent. Wonderful. I think that's awesome. Because I think he, it's going to be great. He And it's almost kind of a first full circle thing. When Brandon Routh was cast as Superman in Clark Kent and Superman Reborn, like Brendan Fraser was reading for that role. Like he was up for that role and they went with Routh instead. I don't think that's necessarily a bad move because right. I don't think Fraser would have, he was in a bad spot. I don't think he would have delivered as superman at that point that's when he was going through a lot of like self uh self growth we'll call it um so but seeing him as paul kent like i think he's he exudes solid but kind fatherly advice like it just or you can see him doing it yeah yeah, yeah like you absolutely throw, can see throw him on a farm in like a flannel a jean jacket and a john yep. deere hat and you're like that's paul kent yeah so yeah, I agree. So that'll be good. Interested to see who they get from Ma Kent or Martha. Um, I'm interested to see Lex. I've heard a couple casting rumors around Lex. Mm -hmm. uh, the the uh, two of the Skarsgård brothers are currently reading for it. Mm. The, the oldest and the youngest are reading for it. So the guy who played in True Blood as okay. Eric Northman, he's okay. reading for it. And I, I think he could be good, but if you saw him in succession, like sometimes he's just a little too goofy, like just kind of gets this goofy smile on his face. He, he, when he played Eric Northman, he was threatening. Yes. And when I saw him in the Northman with yes. the Viking film, oh my God, blew my mind. Like yeah. really, really good. So I, I think he can do it. Or they're looking at the younger one who played Pennywise. Or the Marquis. Yeah. In yeah. John Wick 4. Yeah, and that I almost think that's still too young. I agree. He has unless unless James Gunn's 
planning on playing the long game with Lex. Yeah, I don't know. Like in the beginning, like maybe in this movie, he's not going to make Lex the bad guy. Like, maybe. you know, I don't know. I think I think if you have the time, I think it's a smart idea to make him play the long game. Yeah. Almost like the the hidden villain who has a public face. Correct. That's the thing about like Lex Luthor pre-1980s. Lex Luthor was more the mad scientist. Yes. And then when they relaunched Superman in the 80s uh, through uh called superman reborn um john byrne did it or i'm sorry man of steel it was called man of steel and when john byrne recreated lex luther he made him what was seen as the ultimate evil at that point which was an american capitalist like billionaire capitalist businessman yeah and that's what he was through the 90s where he became the ultimate evil which is an american politician yep and now he's like this weird mix so so yeah i I don't know which way they're going to go. I think it's smart for them to do a little, little bit of each, like, yeah, like, like maybe not the politician part, but make him a super like billionaire businessman, but also a mad scientist who like knows what he's doing. So well, I, I like the whole angle of that was Lexus City until this guy in pajama shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so there's almost this like, little bit of jealousy, like, no, yeah. I'm the king here, not you. Yeah. I built the city of tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I hope they go that route. But yeah, so far, I'm, 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 I'm gonna give James Gunn the benefit of the doubt, because he hasn't really given me anything that makes me go, you don't know this at all. Yeah, even his, even his like more independent work that he did 10-15 years ago. Mm -hmm. I like it. I liked it then. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Um. So let's see, where are we at? We're about almost at an hour already. So, mm-hmm. oh, maybe no, we're not. It's, I'm no. sorry, I I, w- I signed in earlier, so my clock. You did, yeah. Um, I have a question mm-hmm. for you. It's a would you rather, and it's hard. Okay, so here's the would you rather. Okay. okay. And you can't get out of it. You have to pick one. So don't give me. I don't want to do it. Just <laughs> do it. Would you rather know when you die or how you die? I heard this on the radio the other day and I thought this is this is this is interesting. Let me think here. How would I mm. I think uh, yeah, it's it's basically how long do you want to suffer knowing you're going to die? Yeah. Yeah. I I think I would probably want to know the how. How more than the when. Okay. So I at first that was my first thought, and then I thought to myself, if let's say you drowned, that means yeah. you're never going near any water ever. You're yeah, like, you, know, you want to go swimming? Nope. Exactly. So you're it's literally you're petrified of one thing your entire life. Yeah. Knowing the day you're going to die, what I think would be actually worse because yeah. when that day comes, or as that day comes, yeah, you are just. I don't think you're going to be able to think about anything else for the rest of your life. Right. Or like, you think, who cares? In four years, I'm dead. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you find if, if someone tells you the when and it's in like a year or two, you're I think you're going to be a wreck because yeah. you're going to want to do all these things. You're going to want to, you know. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to the. I don't know. Um, well, what if, if you find if out? It, if it's 50 years from now, you're like, I got time. I yeah, mean, you got time. 
but it's it's going to come you know yeah. what i mean like it's interesting i just so i met a woman recently she, she just opened up to us um she she's got the same dementia that bruce willis has okay and the doctors have given her like four to seven years four to seven years of living or four to seven years of knowing what's going on four to seven years of living okay so so she found out i don't i don't know how many months ago or whatever it was that you know if someone says you have four years to live that's it's devastating like how do you how do you figure that out i mean that means if someone told me that i'd be like oh so i might be dead before my youngest graduates high school so i i don't i don't know that would be i think a rougher thing to try to live with than the how and but but you know what people live with yeah, that kind of beat news those diagnoses all the time. All the time. Yeah. they beat those diagnoses and really I, I hope she does but yeah of course the people live all the time like knowing that they have you know so on a, a, a woman i went to high school with she unfortunately recently passed away from a cancer diagnosis they told her she had three years and i think she made it like seven or eight there you go so good for her and she lived life to the fullest i mean that really you know if someone were to if you were to say did you get all your ducks in a row it really seemed like she did um and this is just off of her social media posts and stuff that i would read so i think yeah. it's <clears throat> that when you get a diagnosis like that i would think it's on the same comparison in terms of there's something of, of like just let me talk and then i'll explain mm -hmm. so you know when you get an old when you have an old dog and then you introduce a new puppy i i do that dog becomes younger and tends to live a little bit longer little, yeah and i think there's something about like there's something about the idea of okay i got four years left i'm gonna mm -hmm. maximize it which in turn means you drop probably a lot of the bullshit that could kill you like the stress yeah. and mm -hmm. the worry because you know they've done studies where worrying and stress and and things that you you know the, the things like you can poison yeah. your own mind with mm -hmm. worry and stress because that's alle alleviated now or to an extent like you make up with that one friend you always fought with and yeah. you do this and when you make up it makes you feel better so it's like a little extra get in your giddy up and mm -hmm. it keeps you going i think yeah, I can see that being a, 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 a driving force in staying longer. So mm -hmm. I hope she finds that. That's all I'm saying. I hope yeah. they all find it. Whoever is, yeah. gets those diagnoses. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting question, John. Yeah. I heard it on the radio. I thought, okay, I'm going to use that on our podcast. I'm going to steal it. Yeah. So I'm going to bring up something that happened to me this week and I thought it was amazing. I saw a bald eagle in Illinois, which doesn't happen in oh, Illinois. Oh yeah. I think it happens maybe down south in Illinois. But I saw a literally bald eagle where you pretty much should never see a bald eagle. Um it was just in a regular suburb mm -hmm. and it swooped over and I was in traffic. So I couldn't get my phone out and take a picture sure. of it. Yeah. But I saw this shadow come over my car and look up and it's huge. Those just things are huge. They're huge. Just a huge bird. And I was like, oh my God, is that a bald eagle? Because I saw the white head and I saw uh -huh. the tail feathers. 
And I'm like, oh my God, it's a bald eagle. And as I'm looking at it like this, I turn over, I look at this guy, and this guy goes, fucking A. <laughs> I was like, yes, I know. I'm like, is that a bald eagle? He goes, yeah, fucking awesome. And I, we couldn't believe it. And then when I got to my uh, destination, I immediately whipped out my phone and said, holy fuck, Greg, I just saw a bald eagle. And Greg's yep. like, yeah, see those all the time up here. We, we do. <laughs> um, yeah, in fact, the, the coolest one I've seen, and we, we see him flying around, and I live in a more a rural area. Um, Better we, pick up your damn dogs when you see them. Uh, I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> the the last time I saw a bald eagle, I was driving out. So my mechanic that I go to is like in the middle of the country. Like he's his, it's his grandfather's shop that this guy now owns. And they are in the middle of the country. Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin, yep. Wisconsin. Yep. And so my son and I are driving out there to get something looked at at the car. And we see a bald eagle like, like on a deer like the deer is running and we see like the bald eagle on top of it it's flapping and i'm like did you did you just see that and lex is like yeah that was good and then we're like okay i got i i don't know what to do i mean we're we're down the road a piece now because we're still like oh my god i can't believe we saw that i can't believe we saw that right it's cool yeah oh my god when you see that thing you just can't believe it driving back we saw the eagle still, I mean, the, the field had been cleared. This was in the fall. So they got the crops off. And then we see the bird, like, picking at a carcass. I'm like, oh, my God, it, like, killed a deer. I mean, the deer wasn't huge. I mean, and it, right. I, didn't, I didn't see a rack on the deer. There's so a lot of, like, there's a lot of uh, YouTube, Instagrams about eagles taking things down. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, that was, that was something um you mentioned picking up uh your dog and yeah i have two small dogs now and not that i'm worried about bald eagles but we have bears now we have black bears around us really uh, so that yeah yep wow. they, they were spotted kind of in a couple towns over and just this morning i got up and i was scrolling through facebook and i got on my neighborhood page and somebody is like they <laughs> They post like two piles, two piles of shit. And I'm like, why would they post it? So that I'm looking at it. Bear, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm reading it. They're like, it's confirmed. This is bear shit. They called it bear scat online, but they're like, I called the DNR. The DNR confirmed it. This is in the field behind our subdivision. You know, so we have, we have black bears like all around. Don't be running around in a corn maze late. Yeah. I'm kind of like, <laughs> so that, I mean, I'm, I mean, we did it's a different kind of mentality you're like do i need to keep a gun like accessible somewhere because like the things that i would you use to shoot a bear are, like it locked in a cabinet in the basement maybe um but they're locked up to, and I'm you like, might have to teach your kids to do it too i'm like do i do i do that at the same time people in wisconsin like up in northern wisconsin they live around these all the time they're like mm, you know they don't bother us like they stay away from well, you know, black bears aren't like man eaters. I think they eat meat, which I mean, they eat meat. But what I'm saying is, from what I understand, and I could be wrong, I am no bear expert by it, but I remember hearing black bears out of like a grizzly or a polar bear. They won't like, yeah. you. they won't try, try you down. Try to take down a human. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. And Depends but it, how hungry you, you know, are. But I need to. I guess I need to start reading up because I'm like we uh black bears in the neighborhood. So just so you know, if you find a bear in your backyard and kill it, I don't think that counts as like I hunted down a bear. No, I don't even know if that's legal. Honestly, I think I don't think you can just shoot a bear because it's. I think you can shoot a bear if it's coming after you. Who's going to say if it's coming after you? But if it's just in your backyard, like sniffing around your fire pit, I don't think you can walk out with a shotgun and. No, I don't think you can shoot it. It will. It was attacking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, man, that was stretching. That was an attack. Yeah, that was a stretch. So I don't. I don't know. I mean. Excuse me. I know enough people in this area that yeah, they're going to be like, "Something's wrong here." I'm going to pull you yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Cool. Um, I don't know if you've watched it. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff has dropped. You have not watched Secret Invasion, or have you? Nope. I've watched okay. one episode. We haven't watched the second. Good. Episode. I want to. Uh, when you do it, I want to talk to you about that ending. Okay. 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 Um, That'll probably maybe on the maybe on the fourth because we got stuff stuff around here is happening on the third and then the fourth i think we're pretty free and clear so uh number i don't know if anybody's out there is watching the final season of jack ryan on amazon prime third season was a little confusing to me the second season was the best so far this one's looking pretty pretty solid it looks like they're actually transitioning to if a lot of you people are tom clancy fans uh, the Rainbow Six stuff. Oh, really? Like transitioning to Rainbow Six. Yeah, they're already introducing characters that you're like, that dude's from Rainbow, I think. Okay. So interesting. Um, um, I'm going to disappoint you here. Yes. I've I've watched two thirds of Extraction, and I turned it off. Really? Uh, Extraction like it. two. Yeah, it's, it's a very flat movie. Um, okay. It's I don't know I I don't know how you say that about that and but love John Wick that's it's in the same category for me yeah. but i didn't love john wick four okay like which is like i love the first one yes uh the second one was okay i liked the third one because they're more world building around like the high table and all this other uh-huh. stuff um four yeah i just wasn't feeling it as much and i'm getting the same feeling from this where i'm like okay yes great action scenes cool the movie still needs to have some dialogue and there's just not a lot okay um the uh uh what do you call it um so john what's funny was we actually watched john wick for we rented it watched an hour of it last night after we watched indiana jones because okay. when gwen was gone and we were like let's watch all these movies we've been trying to watch <laughs> nice so we 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 put that in yesterday, and for the first hour, I was like, "This is this is I I don't care. Like this is yeah. just I mean, cool action, it's fine, whatever. But I I don't need like there's nothing to this. So mm-hmm. we were getting tired, and I was like, "Can we let's just get it tomorrow? Let's just pick it up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Picked it up an hour, like an hour, and we were, let's see, we were an hour and fifteen into it when we paused it. Mm-hmm. Picked it up again today, and it was." so much better yeah so i don't know maybe. if we were tired i don't know if it picked up in the second half but maybe that's me with extraction too because i was definitely falling asleep like it okay. was it was one in the morning and i'm like I'm oh well yeah of course dude, so dude by then i don't think i could watch anything 
at one in the morning. Well, sometimes I can, and some, uh, and, but maybe it was just the night. I don't, I don't know. I yeah. mean, it, it just didn't, it wasn't when it just Ilba showed up. I'm like, oh, cool. And then he goes away. I'm like, mm, who? Idris Ilba? Yes. Yes. So, so I, I, if I hope he comes back. I, he hasn't yet. Um, we're at the spot where they, they, I believe, I don't know, they got off the train already and they were at a building somewhere. So I they're think. in a building. Yeah. And I was, I, I look at Chris, I'm just like, uh, I'm not turning this off and go to bed. She's like, yeah. So I don't know, maybe I'll finish it tonight. Um, what was the other thing? And the last thing, oh, uh, Witcher 3 dropped. So I have to watch that. Yeah. Have Unexpectedly. I had no idea that that yeah. was coming There's out. There's only five daughter. episodes of it. So I don't, I'm not expecting a lot, to be honest. My daughter was like, Dad, did you know this was going on? <laughs> no, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a lot of stuff to, a lot of fun stuff to watch. So mm-hmm. we have stuff to talk about next, next week, I'm assuming. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But, see what I can get to. If not, people, enjoy your 4th of July. Yeah. Um, God bless America. Greg. Don't be don't be a douche. There you go. For the Greg, this is Johnny saying thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Podcast out. Have a great week. Take care. Hey, guys.